What is up, Rave Raid fam? Welcome to another episode of the Rave Raid podcast with your host, Tyler Hardy. And as always, I just want to take a moment to express my overwhelming love and gratitude for each and every single one of you guys who tune in on a daily and weekly basis to talk all things Rave Raid, self-improvement, biohacking, spirituality, um, trauma healing, every single thing that we talk about here at Rave Raid with the main intention to assist you in becoming the most self-loved and self-actualized version of yourself that you can possibly be. So then that way you can share your gift with the world because right now we need it more now than ever before. And so in today's episode, what we're going to be talking about is the top three things that I recommend if you're feeling stuck and how to get yourself unstuck. And so this episode comes about because um, just with a lot of the things I've been shifting, a lot of um, moves in my life that have been happening as of late, like I explained in the last episode, um, there were certain things that I felt like I was like kind of stuck on, right? And generally, feel, generally speaking, when we feel stuck, it's an indication from life that there's something that we need to let go. There's something that we get to release and there's something that we get to move out of our life. So that way we can create space for something new. Um, whether that be the smallest of things with our time and efficiency or the big things like, you know, where we live, what we do, you know, how we make money, how we take care of our physical health, th- things like that. You know, that feeling of being stuck is just your soul's indication that there's something newer or better or more, you know, purposeful for you or, you know, more in alignment as a lot of people like to say. And so, you know, when I feel stuck, these are some of the things that I do. These are the top three things that I've really focused on that have made a big difference. And the first one is just having a high level of awareness around what it is that is causing me to feel stuck. Is it a pattern? Is it a habit? Is it a belief? Is it something that I'm doing on a daily basis that's keeping me stuck? And one of the big questions I want you to ask yourself here is, you know, are we brushing up on upper limit syndrome here are we brushing up on what we feel that we're worthy of and we're intentionally self-sabotaging ourselves to keep us stuck in something that's predictable something that's far less than what we're capable of and i want you to ask yourself if that's something that you've experienced at any point in your life because that right there will ultimately free you when you start to become highly aware of the things that you do to yourself to keep yourself stuck in the same predictable patterns with the same predictable people doing the same predictable things that are getting us the results that are not of the quality of life that we're all, you know, worthy of and deserve, that's when we can start making that change. But until we start seeing that, you know, in our life, we're either our best friend or our own worst enemy. And at times it may not seem like you're being that to yourself, that you're, you're actually, you know, diminishing your full potential and capabilities, you know, until you start getting a higher, higher level of awareness you know, you, you don't realize you start blaming other things. You blame other people. You blame circumstance. You blame something that's not you because ego doesn't like to look at itself. And I've always said that, you know, in order to hit a high level of self mastery in whatever endeavor of life that you want, that you choose to pursue, you have to become aware of what it is that you're doing. That's either bringing you towards the results that you want to get or detracting away from the results that you're not getting. And from that point, you know, we can start seeing, you know, what it is that we're doing, you know, how it is that we're doing it, who we're spending our time around, those types of things. So then that way, you know, we can identify the limiting beliefs. We can identify the upper limit syndrome that we might be experiencing. Um, You know, it could be poor interpersonal relationships. It could be, 
um, lack of spiritual hygiene. It could be self-sabotage. It could be inability to speak your truth, you know, repression of emotions, um, which is something that I struggled with for a long time when I was younger. Um, not taking care of our physical health. I think that was a big one that was causing me to feel a little bit stuck is um, when I was in Austin, I had a very regimented routine and I was doing a lot of things that were optimizing my health on a daily basis. And I had access to all of those things, you know, very readily and very easily. And being on the road, traveling, you know, not really knowing where I'm going to end up next has, you know, really caused me to, you know, allow some of those things to slip and not be, you know, as regimented as it was before. And I could see like it affect my performance, my relationships, my work, you know, all these things. And now that I'm more settled in, I'm back to doing those things. And I'm, you know, performing at a much higher level than I was for the first week of the year. And so, you know, when I, sh when I share these things, it's because I, I want you guys to, you know, identify those things in yourself. So then that way you guys can make those changes, you know, as quickly as possible and course correct before it becomes a major thing that you have to bounce back from. And so, you know, gaining that high level of awareness is really what's going to help you identify what's causing you to feel stuck. It could be low quality relationships. It could be that that job that you're working is not feeling, not fulfilling you and filling your cup. So then that way you're showing up and, you know, actualizing the best version of yourself. And so, you know, your growth is directly in proportion to the amount of truth that you can look at at one given time. And I know that it can be hard sometimes to look at the truth, and, you know, and I think a lot of the reasons we have so many problems in this world is because so many people are unwilling to look at the truth. They're so avoidant. They're so disassociated towards their reality that they don't see that they're the ones who are actually causing their own suffering and that the bulk majority of our suffering comes from our choices. It comes from our inability to look at the truth and the traumas and the pain and the things that keep us stuck. When in reality, those are the things that contain the greatest gifts for us in this lifetime. So then that way we can transcend those things and step into, you know, that actualized, happy, fulfilled self-love version that I know is possible for each and every one of us here. And that's, what's ultimately going to get you where you want to go. So number one is a high level of self-awareness, you know, high level. And when I talk about awareness, I mean, just your ability to zoom out and look at your life in a holistic fashion okay, I'm working really hard right now, but is my health slipping because of that? Is my mental health slipping? Oh, I'm missing more meditation sessions than I should be, you know, and course correcting those things and setting aside that time and prioritizing and saying, you know what, it's worth giving up that little bit of leisure time or that time where I sit around and don't do anything, you know, to get back on the horse and get back onto my routine and get back onto the things that make me feel great. So then that way I can show up great and every single thing that actually matters to me. And so that way I can be what it is that I came here to be, because when we're at the end of our life, you know, and our days are numbered, you know, we're going to look back and say, did we give it our all? You know, did we push? Did we, you know, transcend those traumas? Did we do the things that we knew that we needed to do? Did we live? Did we love? Did we laugh? Did we, you know, embody what it was to actually enjoy the whole human experience, regardless of outside circumstance? Did we do those things? Did I do those things? And the people that are going to be able to answer that question is yes, are going to be a lot happier at the end of the road when our time is up in this lifetime in this body that we're existing in right now. And so that awareness is huge. And some things that I do to help increase awareness is again, meditative practice, journaling, cold plunges, hyperthermic conditioning, fasting, um, taking rave rate, obviously like all the things that we talk about in the ascended raver program 
are literally designed to help increase your awareness levels. Rave Rage is created as a product and a supplement to help you increase your cognition and awareness levels, albeit a bunch of other health benefits. Like that's why we do things the way that we do them. That's why we don't put, you know, toxic chemicals in our product because we want you to be actualizing and performing at the highest, you know, potential that you can perform at on a daily basis. And we know that what that requires. And that's why we do things the way that we do at Raverade. That's why we use the flavors that we do. That's why we put the active ingredients and in, in the efficacious doses that we do at Raverade because we really want you to be actualizing that on a daily basis. And sometimes feeling stuck can be as simple as just moving our physiology or taking a supplement, you know, and like for one thing that I noticed, like a small little thing that was a micro adjustment is I ran out of one of my supplements that I take religiously every day and I noticed a decline in cognitive health. I noticed a, a decline in muscle recovery. I noticed a decline in a few different things and that was contributing to other things declining very slightly. And through that high level of awareness, you're able to pick up and pinpoint, oh, you know what? That's right, that right there, that right there, and that right there is what's keeping me from being at that really steady, amazing, you know, vibrant baseline that I normally reside in. And then you can get back really quickly. And so often I see people who, you know, slowly start slipping, they slowly start slipping. And then they're like, before they know it, they're just completely burned out and they're, and they're wrecked. And that doesn't have to be that way when we have high levels of self-awareness. And on top of that, also having a good baseline for what it feels like to feel great. Cause I think, I suspect that most people on this planet actually struggle because they don't actually know what it feels like to feel good. They've been eating bad foods. They've been consuming, you know, bad, you know, media, they've been consuming, you know, bad people, they've been consuming all these things that aren't good for them their whole life. And that's the vibrational standard that they live at. That's what feels normal and comfortable. And so they stay in that range, they stay in that level of mediocrity, that none of us have to stay in, it's all a right and, and a choice where we get to reside in and how we get to live on a daily basis. And so incorporating that high level of self awareness is going to drastically and rapidly change your entire life because it's going to change the things that you place your focus and attention on, which is going to get you 90% of the results that you get on a daily basis. And so that's tip number one and kind of getting into it a little bit more, you know, when I feel like I'm stuck um, or I feel like I'm maybe slipping sometimes or whatever it is that you're experiencing, one thing that's really big is to break the pattern and the routine that you're running in, right? So if you're eating shitty food or you're, you know, not exercising or you're, you know, doing things that are not, you know, in the frame of your fullest potential, breaking that pattern and breaking that habit is what's going to really help you start to build a new foundation, right? So for example, um, if you're not going to the gym, you know, then make it a habit, even though your body doesn't want to, because your your body's conditioned not to do it, you know, from a subconscious patterning standpoint, do it anyway, just because like that first day, that opposition that you're feeling, it lessens and lessens until that becomes, you know, the default mode network for yourself, where essentially you are doing those things. And it feels weird not to do those things. It feels weird not to eat healthy. It feels weird not to exert yourself in a healthy way every day. It feels weird not to go make a lot of money. It feels weird not to, you know, ha be happy and, and joyous and fulfilled. It feels weird. And then you want to get back to that state as quickly as possible, but that has to be your default mode network. That has to be the regular state in which you reside in on a daily basis. So then that way, when the things do feel off or weird, or you have 
you know, that new person that comes in that doesn't fit that frame for what you're living in, you're able to, you know, course correct and get yourself back on track really quickly. And sometimes that's a simple, which is tip number two, is just changing your scenery, changing your routine, changing your pattern, switching up what you're eating, switching up the time that you go to the gym, switching up the time that you do things in what order you do them and taking a different route home on your way back from work, whatever it is that can break the pattern and the conditioning that's been keeping you in that cycle and that loop, because all that's really happening. And the reason that we feel super unfulfilled when we are, you know, in those like down moments or like in a rut or we're burning out, um, other than too much exertion is we're running a pattern. There's no new stimulus. There's nothing that is actually, you know, making us use our higher faculties for, you know, deductive reasoning or problem solving or critical thinking. And so our body, like Joe Dispenza talks about, it starts to run the pattern better than our mind can run it. And then before we know it, we're just kind of, you know, the bystander of our entire life. And we just become, you know, what we do on a daily basis. We become that pattern. We become that conditioning. And the longer you keep doing that, the longer you keep cementing that neural pathway, the longer it is that you're going to, you know, it's going to take for you to break that pattern. It's going to become a harder pattern to break. So if when you have a high level of self-awareness, like I talked about in number one, you know, we can identify, okay, I don't feel a hundred percent right now. And I know what it feels like to feel a hundred percent. So what do I got to do to get back to a hundred percent? What do I got to do to feel optimized? What do I got to do to feel clear? What do I got to do to have my body feel good and not be in pain or not have any inflammation? Or what do I got to do to make more money? Like whatever the question is, you know, we can answer those questions by one, establishing that high level baseline of like what it feels like to feel amazing. And then having high levels of awareness to identify what it is that is causing us to feel stuck or, you know, not operating at our highest frequency. And then two, it's taking that action. It's, you know, changing the scenery. It's changing the people we communicate with. It's changing the pattern in which we're doing something um, throughout our day. So that way it's not predictable. That way it's not the same thing day in and day out. That way we're not feeling burnt out and tired and unfulfilled. You know, we can start making that positive corrective action towards the things that actually do light us up and do make us feel good and do make us perform at a high level. You know, and that way you can cement that pattern just as easily as the one that is keeping you feeling stuck. You know, just as much as you can feel stuck, you can also feel locked in and be very flowful and energetic and vibrant. That can be your normal default mode network. That can be your normal way of being, you know, and then we start to gain awareness like, oh, that person being around that person is just an energy drain for me. Or, you know, this schedule is causing me to miss gym sessions or I'm really committing a lot of time to this. So I need to step up in this area. So that way I don't slip, you know, whatever it is that you've got going on in your life, you know, just identifying that. So then that way you can really make those changes. And, you know, for me, like, for example, like Sundays are my day to podcast or my day to rest or my day to, you know, really plan out the week. So that way I can execute at a high level. So that way when I wake up tomorrow AM, it's going to be one of those things where it's just like, boom, I already know what's going down, what I need to do and how I need to execute it. And so for me, it's like, I change my routine up on Sundays. Like for example, today I went to a different gym that I don't normally go to. Um, and then I went to the grocery store, which normally I'll go to the grocery store, then go work out. So that completely changed my entire day around and got new scenery, got new stimulus was a completely, you know, I couldn't be the old version of me because I was in something new. And when we are in something new, it allows us to transcend what it was that we were once before. So then that way we can actually be something new in this present moment. And then we get to make that choice as to what it is that we are 
in every single way, shape and form. So then that way we're essentially creating our own reality right in front of our eyes. And so I changed my routine and pattern. I did things way out of order. I went and did to places that I hadn't been before. I'm in a new city right now. So it's like, there's a lot of stimulus and that's what I've noticed helps me stay alive, helps me stay grounded and helps me stay focused on what it is that I'm working on and the things that are important to me, you know, and even, even down to small things is when I was in Austin doing, you know, the first 55 episodes of the Rave Raid podcast, there were days when I felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again. You know, even though I was doing new content, I was speaking, you know, different words on the podcast. I felt like the same thing, you know, so taking that little break away and, you know, actually going and applying a lot of things I was talking about and teaching and explaining um, to you guys was really good for me. So then that way I can bring back new information. I can be a different version of myself and even more enhanced version of myself. So that way you guys are getting continuous benefit and education and resources and help and assistance and everything that I want to provide to you guys as a listener here on the podcast. And so changing that scenery is important. If you've been thinking about moving, do it. If you've been thinking about going on that trip, do it. If you've been thinking about doing a new job, do it, change. If you're not happy, I was explaining this to somebody this morning, is that if you're not happy with the results that you're getting, then something will have to change. Something will have to change for you in your life. And that could be in any field of endeavor, anything in the pyramid of self-mastery that I talk about in the first episode of Raverid podcast is like anything in those fields in that scope. Like if you're not getting the results that you want, then you have to be honest and, and transparent with yourself and then willing to inject that congruent corrective action towards what it is that you want and then learn how to stabilize that on a daily basis. So then that way you can start getting the results that you deserve. You can start getting more of the things that you want. You can start drawing in those experiences that were truly meant for you, not the subpar ones that most people you know, experience in this lifetime because they're not willing to do the work. They're not willing to look at the traumas. They're not willing to heal. They're not willing to do the things that that 1% are willing to do. So then that way they can live the life that they came into this existence to live and to share and to love and to express themselves on a high level, you know, which I know is possible for every single one of us. And that's the mission and belief of Raverade is that we can optimize as many humans as possible to heal and be terrific in every single endeavor of life, not just the ones that are, you know, you know, important from, you know, a physical standpoint or an emotional standpoint or a mental standpoint or a financial standpoint, but to have people that are so well-rounded and masterful at everything that they do, everything they touch turns into gold. Everything that they touch turns into, into magic. Everything that they touch turns into the best potential outcome because they're working with creation and the universe to create something that's so much greater than themselves. And so that's number two is be willing to change the pattern, be willing to change the routine. Even when you feel that resistance of like, Oh, it's so much easier just to do the the bare minimum. It's so much easier to be average. It's so much easier to cut that corner. It's so much easier to eat like shit. It's so much easier to, you know, not exercise, whatever it is that, you know, you know that you need to be doing. Show it to yourself that you love yourself enough to break that pattern and to be intolerable of mediocrity. And you'll be, you'll see yourself break out of that pattern so quickly. And then you'll know that you can do it at any given moment just by taking inventory and injecting a high level of self-awareness into yourself. And so that's a really big thing um, for you guys. And the, and the last point that I want to make here is having the willingness to not, I not allow identity to get in your way. And what I mean by that is 
for a long time, like I'll give you an example, like financial struggle was a, is a common thing or was a common thing in my family. Um, I don't come from much. My parents worked their you know asses off every single day, multiple jobs to make sure that my brother and I were taken care of. And they made sure that we were always taken care of, fed, supported, clothed, you know, and did the things that they needed to do to make sure that we were okay. But I saw the struggle. I saw the challenge. I saw the pain you know, that my parents went through financially. And I think that's a huge reason as to why I work so hard and do the things that I do is because I don't want my children to experience that. And, you know, that's part of a generational trauma that I get to step in and heal, you know, and I get to be part of and change the, you know, trajectory of my entire family's history. Right. But on the flip side of that, there's a lot of identity to break down. You know, there's a lot of, you know, feelings of unworthiness or stress or, all these things and we, we become addicted to those feelings because those are what's the baseline. That's the, the default mode network that I was talking about that we experience when we create identity. So oftentimes people, what they do is subconsciously sabotage themselves because they say, well, who would I be if I wasn't stressed about money? Who would I be if I wasn't the overweight person? Who would I be if I loved myself actually. Who would I actually be if, you know, I allowed love to come into my life? Who would I be if I was actually working the job that I actually liked and I didn't work the one that I absolutely fucking hated? Who would I be? And that proposition scares a lot of people into staying right where they're at currently. And that right there is what I don't want for people. But that takes that high level of awareness and willing to take that corrective action, like points one and two. And so, with that being said, you know, being willing to be gentle with yourself, but also know when you're letting that upper limit syndrome push you down into being mediocre or not the best version of yourself, you know, and not allowing identity to get in the way of like, oh, we, like we're not those people. We don't deserve those things. We're not this. We're not that. You know, we've, we've all had those stories that we grew up with. We're not worthy of being loved, you know, or it may not be something that we were told. It could be something that we deducted from our experience, right? Like not having a mother around for, you know, the majority of my teenage years, you know, definitely left an imprint of not feeling worthy of being loved, you know, having, being in a place where I've needed to really break through and work through the identity of my interpersonal relationships with um, the feminine, right? And looking at those things and, and healing those things within myself. So that way I can, you know, one, gain the knowledge from it and the experience and wisdom, but two, actually live a, a high quality, you know, highly functional life around that area that, we, you know, we may be, you may be struggling in. And so that right there is really, really important is that you don't get in your own way. And when I say identity, you know, not allowing identity to get in the way, it's you getting in your own way. Because over time, when we start to peel away those layers of identity and realize that we're everything and that we're everyone and that we're the whole experience, you know, why would you want to identify to anything except for things that are really healthy and conducive for your greatest outcome and your most ideal outcome and the outcomes of the people around you? You know, why wouldn't you want those things around you? Well, why wouldn't you want to be surrounded by abundance and love and gratitude and joy and all those things? And, you know, not, I'm not saying that, you know, there's things that don't come up and there's things that aren't challenging because those things are little tests to prove that you feel that you're worthy of the things that are coming into your life. You know, and this past week was a good example of that in one of my businesses. Like there's a lot of communication issues. There's a lot of things that came up 
and that identity, that ego, you know, could have taken hold and could have caused more issues and could have caused misunderstanding. It could have caused, you know, potential damage to business relationships. But the people that I surround myself with and the people that I care about in my life, like they're mature, smart, intelligent people who don't allow identity to get in the way. They come to resolution. They take ownership and accountability. And that's when you start becoming special. And that's when you start creating things that are special with people around you. And that's one of the most fulfilling things in life is to create and contribute to something that's greater than yourself. And when we allow identity to get in the way, when we allow ego to get into the way of that, it keeps us, it keeps us separated. It keeps us in division. It keeps us away from opportunity. It keeps us repelling the things that we, that we want and drawing in more of the things that we don't, you know, and through awareness, through being willing to push through, through having the, determination or grit or whatever you need to change the pattern and break, you know, generational traumas, break interpersonal traumas, break patterns and habits that are not conducive for our greatest good, then we're able to get ourselves to a point where we become superhuman. We become infinite in our being. And so then that way we can actually create what it is that we're meant to create, have the business that we want to have, have the health that we've always wanted, have you know, the self-love that so few people have on this planet for themselves, have the things that actually have value, you know, to have the resources to be able to take your friends out to dinner, to have the resources to be able to, you know, create whatever business you want, create, you know, as much love and abundance for others as you can, to have whatever it is that you need to be what it is that you know that you're capable of becoming and you don't block yourself from that at all. So if you, if you get stuck, if you feel like you're in a rut right now, ask yourself those questions, maybe listen to this episode again and do some journal prompting and ask yourself, you know, in what ways do I feel stuck? And then immediately look at yourself. Don't look outside of yourself. Don't blame the boss. Don't blame the, the business partner. Don't blame anything. Look immediately at yourself first, right? Because when we look at ourselves and we're able to look at ourselves with a high degree of truth and transparency, we can actually get to the root cause of what the causation is. Are we allowing our boss to take advantage of us? Are we allowing ourselves to not accept love or financial gain or whatever it is that you're blocking yourself from experiencing? Why are you doing that? When the quality of your life is directly predicated on the quality of questions that you ask yourself. The better the questions you ask yourself in the universe, the better the answers are going to come out and the more that you're going to get out of this human experience. And that's what Rave Raid's all about. It's about squeezing the most out of this human experience and creating something that's absolutely beautiful, beautiful, both for ourselves and everyone around us. And so I really hope that you guys took some good you know, things away from this episode. I feel like it was a really, really strong episode um, and had a lot of value in there. And I hope that it resonated for you. And if it did, then great. If it didn't, then no big deal, because I know that the the people that it needs to get to, it's going to get to them in the perfect way, in the perfect time, at the perfect moment, right when they can implement it, right when they can actually take that stuff and and apply it towards their life. So that way they can make that lasting change. Because I don't want you guys to listen to this and then turn it off and then go about, about your normal day and fall back into the program and fall back into what it is that's been keeping you where you're at um, in whatever way, shape or form that is. I want you to take it and I want you to, you know, go deep and be introspective and really contemplate, you know, totality and existence and really look into what it is that I'm trying to convey in this, this episode and then apply it to your life because your life is so unique 
And in its own way, it's completely different than mine, but a lot of the core tenants are going to be very similar and things that I'm explaining and, and teaching and telling you guys can be applied in your own life in your own way. And, and, and heck, you might even find a better way to do it than what I explained. And then you can share that with somebody and then you can share that with somebody. You know, all this is about is just helping more people actualize so then that way we can get to, you know, the life that's actually possible on this planet because it's a beautiful planet. There's beautiful people on this planet. There's things that are not so beautiful. There's things that need help. There's things that need love. But it takes personal accountability, personal action, and, you know, the willingness to not be what we were yesterday in pursuit of what it is that we can be tomorrow. So without further ado, guys, my name is Tyler Hardy. Um, to give you guys some quick updates on everything at Rave Raid, um, we've sold out of like half of our lemonade inventory in like a week. And I'm super grateful for each and every single one of you guys who have put in orders. Um, if you guys had any shipping issues um, around the Christmas time, we were migrating our hosting on our website and had a bunch of technical issues, but everything's back up and running perfectly now. And if you did have an issue, feel free to email me or DM the Raverade Instagram, and we'll make sure that you're taken care of. But we went back and double-checked and made sure that every single order was fulfilled perfectly. But if there's anything that we can do to you know, enhance your experience, we're happy to do that. Because as always, you know, things happen, especially when you're running a small business that's becoming a larger business and you're scaling. And we just want you guys to know that you guys are deeply loved, deeply appreciated, and that, you know, we see every single order that comes in. Every single time that we get an order, we express a moment of gratitude for each and every one of you guys who are supporting what we're doing here. Because it's not just about music festivals. It's not just about supplements. This is about helping more people heal trauma and become the best version of themselves and actualize what I know that each and every one of us are capable of becoming. So then that way we can create something greater as a whole. And that way we can actually really live the life that was truly intended and designed by all of us together. And so without further ado, guys, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Be sure to integrate and do what it is that you know that you need to do because you have all the answers. I'm just here to help guide you and assist you in any way that I can. So hope you guys have an amazing rest of your Sunday, or if you're hearing this, it would be a Monday, but having a great start to your week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.